A high-value male will make you like your own personality more. Usually, after a date, my old pick-me habit would start brainstorming ways to change myself to impress a guy more. For example, did he like joking around but not more serious topics? If so, I'd make an adjustment and try to make more jokes the next time. Another example, did he like my taste in music, especially when I mentioned XYZ bands? I'd start listening to more of those bands' albums in preparation for the next conversation. But today, I went on a date, and afterwards, all I felt was an urge to embody myself more, to be more confident in myself, and then it hit me. This guy had enjoyed hearing my genuine thoughts and feelings about things. He tuned in the most when I was talking about hobbies and interests that I genuinely enjoyed. It was a real eureka moment for me. Usually my brain goes into overdrive after a date and I spend way too much time psychoanalyzing everything a guy liked or didn't like about me. But a high-value male will make you like yourself more. He will force you to actually value your own personality and not put on some cool girl fantasy. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios. Today we're going to be looking at this uh, FDS Reddit, which is a goldmine of content and I'm going to be commenting. Remember, if you're liking the videos, to like, sub, leave a comment. And also to check me out on realheliosblog.com. Here we go. So this one is particularly egregious. Because here's the deal. At the beginning when she's talking, she says her old pick-me habit would start brainstorming ways to change herself to like a guy more. So what she's implying is that when she was younger, she'd go for Chad basically. And in going for him, her biology, her reflexes would be to change herself for him. And those are good. Um, But as she gets older, she wants men that are more and more loserish, men that will accept anything that she says and does. And so, when she felt the urge to embody herself more, what she's actually saying is she felt the urge to dominate. She felt the urge to be on top. She felt the urge to be the leader of the relationship. And so, when she says to be more confident in myself, what she's saying is to be more belligerent, to be more masculine, to be more argumentative, to be more uh, annoying. And these are things that men don't want. Only men without self-respect want these things. And on this subreddit here, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for loser men to accept any sort of behavior. So again, she says, usually my brain goes into overdrive after a date. So this is what she'd do for Chad, for like a superior man. She'd go into overdrive trying to convince him to be with her. But no, then she goes on to say, a high-value male will make you like yourself more. So what she's saying is that a high-value male will accept any sort of conversation. He'll accept any sort of bad behavior. It's, uh, of course, this is not what men want. All right, let's go back and do another one. Men have such rancid energy. Let's, Let's see here. I work with a bunch of freaky computer men. And they're all so weird and predatory. 
I've already had some pretty weird encounters that I'm too afraid to report because they'll, well, I, I can't mention these, they're freaks, especially when things don't go their way. I hate their rancid, overwhelming energy and how poisoning it feels. I don't care if I'm being overly misandrist. I'm really over it. Guys, this is egregious. This describes how many modern women behave today. So pretty much the way they go is if you are attractive, tall, handsome, good charisma, then no matter how you talk to them, they'll be okay. But if you're an average or below average man in terms of appearance, this is what they're actually thinking about you. This is, you know, when women say, they're so, that guy's so creepy, he's such a loser, he's so weird. This is what they're thinking. They're thinking they're not attracted to you and want you to never talk to them. See, if women could have their way, they would make it a law that you could go to jail for talking to a girl that's not attracted to you. This is the implication here. So, obviously, this is trash. Okay, let's, let's move on. Uh, okay... Oh my god, okay, no, 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 no. Okay, let's let's see this one here. F around and find out as a mindset makes it easier to block. This little mantra has been popping into my head lately. A lot of low-value men are so immature and will play little games or try testing you quick and I've been stopping myself. I'll see some lazy response, or that he hasn't responded to me and it's been 48 hours, red flag. And I'll think to myself, F around and find out, play stupid games, play, win stupid prizes, and it helps me not to feel disappointed, tired, angry, or sad. It's just like, oh well, he decided uh, to be rude, and now he's getting blocked, so uh, we'll see how that turned out for him. Want to breadcrumb me? Consequences being blocked. Asked me to a restaurant and now is trying to bait and switch to a park. Consequence is I leave and block. Real life example. Guy I vetted knew I really disliked a certain type of genre. When he pulled up in his car, he quick changed the radio to that genre of music and then did an evil grin. Then mentioned, I know I told you I didn't like this either, but let's have it on. And then turned it up. Told him I'd follow his car from the restaurant to the movies. I drive separate and won't get in a man's car. But after that, I ended up driving home. Again, F around and find out. When you go to a carnival, you can't win the sweet prize when you made a horrible shot. Poor aim and missing all the baskets results in no prize. And since these guys want to play games, they get no prize. Actions have consequences. Don't reward their behavior or entertain red flags and try to keep your emotions at bay so it's easy to walk away and or block. There's a lot to unpack here, so we're going to go from the beginning. What a total mess. Okay, so first, let's analyze why this post was posted. So, a little mantra has been popping into my head lately. Read, I'm 28 years old plus. Low-value men are immature and play little games. Uh, no, you're the one that's playing little games by doing this. Okay. Lazy response, or that he hasn't responded in 48 hours. So here's the thing. Women don't seem to understand that men can actually be busy. Men can have full lives and might not respond instantly. 
So again, she's if the guy is not responding immediately to her text, if she's not in control, if she's not in charge, the guy is kicked. You see? So she is a belligerent, masculine, argumentative, annoying girl. So obviously no guy is going to want to deal with her other than a man of low quality. Breadcrumbs. So here's the thing. She says that she doesn't like being breadcrumbed, which is like getting little information at the beginning and sort of getting pieces over time. But here's the thing. Uh, If men reveal everything that they are at the beginning, then you get bored. So it's a male strategy of seduction to not reveal everything all at once. Uh, Asked to a restaurant and bait and switch to a park. So this maybe is a little shady, this this kind of stuff. Like, the man needs to make the plan. I guess what the guy thought is that once he saw the girl, he decided that she wasn't worth the restaurant and wanted to, to bait and switch, like, wanted to go to a park instead. Okay, that, that I can see. Like, okay, sure, you can leave for that, whatever. Okay. I dislike the type of genre. So, here's the thing. A man who is who has high testosterone, he's going to do what he wants, right? So when the girl um, says she doesn't want to listen to X music, he's just going to go, uh, like, F you, I won't do what you tell me, right? And that's actually attractive to women. So it's funny that she says this. The only reason she's talking like this is probably because she's 28 plus. She'd actually like this kind of behavior if she was younger and, uh, you know, more sexually fertile, uh, sort of more um, reproductively fertile. Uh, yes, she, she doesn't get in the guy's car. Okay, that's reasonable, whatever. Um, yes. And then now look at how she's talking about herself. When you go to a carnival, you can't win that sweet prize when you made a horrible shot. So look, she has not mentioned once in this post what she is doing for these men in order to attract them. All she's talking about is me, 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 this is what I want, me, my, like, do things for me. Like, these are not the things that make women attractive, and she has no idea. Yeah, poor Raymond missing all the baskets results in no prize. So she's saying that she's the prize, but actually men are the prize. Um, women are, are not, women are only the gatekeepers of bedroom fun. They're not the gatekeepers of relationships, which is what they want, so... Actions have consequences, don't reward their bad behavior. But she has no idea that this kind of behavior that goes against, like, the frame that she controls everything, that that behavior is actually what she finds attractive. So it's it's ridiculous. Okay, let's move on. Okay. No, no. No, no. Okay. Okay, let's see. Let's see this girl's energy here. This one looks interesting. I don't have lunch with my colleagues. I've learned that I work with pick-me's and... and, uh, I I can't say that word. Honestly, all of them hang in a staff room, which is why I've chosen to eat my lunch in private. Lately, work has gotten around that I'm antisocial, and people think I'm too good for them since I don't talk or contribute to conversation. Here's the thing. I don't want to, and I can't. For example, 
One conversation they had was after Valentine's Day, and these three ladies were commiserating. One colleague who was divorced spent Valentine's Day alone because her children wanted to spend that day with their father's family. She had cold spaghetti alone that night. The other colleague said that her husband of over 15 years forgot about Valentine's Day and brought her to Red Lobster last minute. This is the second time he forgot. The third colleague was about my age, and her live-in BF came home with a bag full of Valentine's Day chocolate from Walmart. I, on the other hand, am single. My Valentine's Day was great. I celebrated on the weekend, took myself shopping, and had dinner in the city. If I were to tell them that, I'd be rubbing it in their faces, and it's not nice, so I remained silent. In addition, I stopped talking to male colleagues after one of them offered to rent his room out for me. The other guy kept making jokes that I didn't find funny, and whenever he did, he'd always lightly tap me and laugh at his own jokes. He's so annoying. Don't get me wrong, there are high-value people at this place. The janitor was high-value because he was pleasant to talk to when I needed directions. There are other high-value people and they do their own thing at this place and we eat in our own private space as well. If I need anything, I can always look for them in their office. These are the three people I can count on the most. So this is a girl making her necessity her virtue, right? So it's a girl that um, she is nasty, antisocial, rude, and cold. And she's talking about other people that are normal as being low value. She's clueless that she's the problem here. Okay. So, uh, this this is the, the hilarious one, right? Where, where she says, uh, my Valentine's Day was great. I celebrated, took myself shopping, had dinner in the city. So basically, she's so unattractive to men that she doesn't have a date for Valentine's Day. So the whole reason she's posting this is to exactly make make her necessity her virtue, right? Uh, She she is implying that she needs a man by, by saying this, and she's jealous of the people that have men and that have relationships and that are enjoying themselves on Valentine's Day, and she's not one of them, but she wants to speak as though she is happy. She's, she's just in denial, right? Uh, and the other one is um, uh, the guy made jokes that I didn't find funny, and whenever he did, he'd lightly tap me and laugh at his own jokes. So this sort of behavior, if the girl doesn't find the man attractive, she sees it as creepy, she sees it as rude, she sees it as uh, SA, you know, like, it's so, men, at work, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be uh, dealing with women in this in this manner because y- you could easily uh, end up in a very bad situation. So don't do it. Uh, okay, what what's the other one? Oh, right. The other colleague said her husband of over fifteen years forgot about Valentine's Day. I mean, what more? What more do you need to read, man? If you're being super nice, taking her on nice dates, you know, like. Uh, all that kind of stuff, your marriage isn't going to last because you're not uh, you're not a strong man, right? So uh, he forgot because he didn't even want to do Valentine's Day because he's a man who doesn't give a damn about that sort of thing. And and then last minute, he's like, oh yeah, right. The, she's an afterthought. It's, it's a man that has himself as his mental point of origin and not her, even though they've been married for 15 years. So there you go. All right. Lots of good stuff in this uh, FDS uh, commentary here. I hope you enjoyed the video and I'll see you next time.